How did you learn to use this equipment? Um, did you go to school for YouTube this? YouTube, <laughs> I started with. And then um, in September 2021, I went to university to do a master's degree in production, where I really sort of learned a lot more. Um, so I kind of knew the basics to start with and then built on that. And then in terms of the actual instruments, I sort of learned. Um, I learned guitar when I was really young and then that sort of went in hand with the piano because I could teach myself piano based off what I knew from guitar. If somebody likes music and it's like, okay, I want to start producing, you know, and I have, I have no money, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Because obviously this is quite fancy mm -hmm. and it, uh, I know it, it's, it's not very cheap. expensive. Yeah, it's not yes, cheap. because it's good and yeah. So um, where do you start? Everyone has an iPhone mm -hmm. or a smartphone of some sort, and you can get GarageBand now on iPhones. Mm -hmm. And if you want to, before you start, really work out whether it's for you or not, because then if it is for you the chances are you'll throw quite a lot of money at it. So make sure you know that before you, you do it. Um, is this how you did it? <clears throat> so I started, when I was 16 and I finished my GCSEs, my mum and dad bought me my first MacBook. Mm -hmm. And that's when I first really started learning. Um, so ideally, if you wanna do music, you need to run some sort of software off a laptop. So, yeah, the music software, this Logic software, I think is £200 to buy. So get a good DAW, Digital Audio Workstation, and just practice with everything that comes with it. You get some great sounds and some great um, samples to pick from. So if you can afford a laptop or have a laptop and can afford the software, try and get as much out of the software to start with before buying more stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many, so many songs, especially sort of like dance songs, come from a guy or a kid who has a laptop and nothing else. So I think music is so accessible in some areas um these days where um whereas yeah you don't you don't need much to make a song there's so much out there that you can extract for free and pull bits together and then if you find that that's really good for you then you can start investing but yeah don't just steam in and spend however much before you know it's really for you Music is so accessible in some areas um, these days where um, whereas yeah you don't you don't need much to make a song there's so much out there that you can extract for free and pull bits together and then if you find that that's really good for you then you can start investing but yeah don't just steam in and spend however much before you know it's really for you would be mine what would you what would you say is like a good starting budget <clears throat> right so let's say you get like a a job for a couple of years so you can save up 
Yeah. Um, and then start budget. I think um, it depends what sort of music you want to do. If you want to, if you want to record vocals and sing and whatnot, you're gonna have to get an interface. You're gonna have to get a mic. Um, so there are some really good interfaces for cheap out there. Um, there's a well-known one called a, a Focusrite, which I think is about 150 pound. And then a mic, you can get mics for a hundred pound. Um, and you can get so much quality out of not that expensive gear. I mean, I, I used to have a Focusrite interface until about three months ago when I bought this and I've had that for six years. So I started with that 150 pound interface and it's served me well until now. So I think to get going, you probably need about 400 pound, I'd say, if you have a laptop already. That's, that's fair play. It's, it, you, you've got to be smart with what you're buying rather than just buy everything and think that having lots of stuff is going to make you a good song because you don't need that at all. In the summer, I'd have been producing for about eight years. And for five of those, I was really bad. So <laughs> don't expect stuff to happen straight away. This takes a lot of time and a lot of work and a lot of effort. Uh, were you ever in a band? I haven't been in a proper band. Everybody's been in a school band, haven't they? Like <laughs> a couple of mates who want to do songs. I'm very... So you want to stay solo? Yeah, and the, That's cool. if you speak to any people that I work with, she'll tell you. I'm very particular and very direct and I don't like people getting involved. I am open to ideas, but I like to get the first like version of the product done and then start sharing it with people. My favorite thing in the world is to either be sat here or in a studio with no one in there, just me sat working, because then that's when I can feel most relaxed and stuff just comes out. The first song coming out this year, I've had for over a year, we've had three different vocalists on it, two different versions of production. It's taken God knows how long, but then we knew it was right when we got to this version. So I think the initial idea might come charging out, but then to get to that final product, might take more time. You yeah, you have to. You be, have to have reality check. Yeah. Yeah. But you like, have to be like yeah. I I'm not saying I'm a a super superstar producer DJ because if I was I wouldn't be living here. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I got this chord progression. It started with those chords which we then just recorded in. Um, so we had this going round and round and round. And then we got the, the lead very quickly, the vocal. But typically when we write, we just mumble over the top of the chords. Mm -hmm. um, and then those mumbles will turn into words. We ended up with this. So come closer, I feel you slip away in the moment. So then I just added some little drums in. To write the whole song probably took us an hour and a half. It really wasn't very long. And then that 
would have then turned into this. So that was the very first full version of the song and that's just filling stuff out. So these were the same piano chords that I played earlier, just a different piano, put a bass under it um, and then just lay it up. And then at the end we added some guitars which aren't real. Get more of that if you want. So that was, that was the very first version and this version was gonna come out. I showed it to some people and they said maybe change the vocalist. Um, if you're going for like a dance pop song, they probably need a little bit more power to their voice. Lydia's voice is great, but it's very acoustic, um, sort of singer-songwritery. So then we changed it to this version. And then this version was gonna come out. Usually I feature people on my songs. So in the title it would have been the song title and then featuring so-and-so. And then I got told that perhaps it wasn't the best idea to have features anymore. Why? Because when you're trying to break out as a early artist, mm -hmm. um, perhaps not carrying people, but diluting the song away from you is perhaps a, a negative. Yeah, you want to try and make the song all about you and if you start putting extra names on it, um, it dilutes that. It's what I understood when we had the chat um, about not doing features. I then had to speak to the girl who sang it and said, it's great, it's going to come out, but I don't think you're going to get a feature. Are you happy with that? I never like just force it on someone. And she said, no, if I wanted to do the song, I want to be attached to it and have well, my name on enough. it. I mean... Which is, I suppose, um, fair <laughs> what enough. Did you I, <laughs> no, I, I guess, but in, in an aspect like, she didn't write the song. Mm -hmm. She was purely just a vocalist. Um, but I do, I do get it, her, she wants her. No, 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 I don't mean that negatively at all. I just mean, well, obviously she, she wasn't needed in the end because you replaced her and it worked. Well, I replaced her <laughs> because she wouldn't do it without a feature. So like, me and her she, still yeah. get on really well and she's great. And we never, I, you know, we never fell out over it and we try not to. It just didn't work for her. And then as a result, that didn't work for me. So then I changed the vocalist again. Exactly the same song, vocalist changed to Yasmin because I knew she'd do it without a feature. <laughs> and that... If you do it without a feature, yeah. do you get money from it? Like, imagine this would go to one billion streams. Yes, or like if, so if... if um, <laughs> that's where it gets difficult. So I said to the, the girl who, was gonna, who I asked to do without a feature, I said, if she wanted to do it without a feature and she was happy with that, I would have then paid her money up front regardless of royalties to one off as a one-off payment mm -hmm. to like almost as like a session singer i know that wasn't what we agreed at the start because i thought she was going to be featured but to then compensate for that however if she is featured then there it would be split the royalties um and then that 
comes down entirely to what you negotiate between you and the singer and whatever. I hate doing that part, so I like to let other people do it for me because trying to tell people you're only getting this. I think I'm quite a nice guy and I think I find it very tough to not be harsh, but that's what you're getting and that's like, to do my own negotiations is quite difficult, so I don't handle that. And then it sounds, this is the version three. I think every version gets better. So when people say you have to practice and auto-tune and vocal correction, I mean, Yaz sounds great regardless, I'm not discrediting her, but it started... So come closer, I feel you slip away in the moment. You know, it's a big, moment. not a big difference. <laughs> Your mind won't let you stay, so, stay. It's not, a, it's not a big difference, but to go from that raw recording to fully polished vocals is quite a, a big change. So then this is now the fully edited so come closer, I feel you slip away and This version was going to come out. You're noticing the pattern here? Yes. This version was going to come out in January. So I'm independent, I'm not signed to a label. And that basically means I control everything. When my songs come out, I can send them to Spotify, to Apple, through distributors. I, I sent it off and I said, right, it's going to come out on this day. It was going to come out on February the 10th, I can remember it. Everything was done. And then I had a chat to the guy who looks after me. I said, yeah, it's great. Closer's gonna come out on this day, da 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 da. I could tell the mood on the phone call just changed straight away. He wasn't best pleased that I'd rushed into stuff. Um, and this is when I say about don't rush things, take your time. I've learned this every time, every time you make a mistake, you learn. We had a long chat and he said, I want you to take it down off Spotify take it down from all the streaming platforms. What's it, wrong with it? Well, what's wrong with it? The chat that we had was basically, this is kind of a very commercialized, radio ready pop song. And to try and cut through everybody else who's doing exactly what I'm doing, you have to be a little bit more clever with it. And this as it is, isn't gonna reach the potential heights. So that was the chat we had. And then, one Saturday morning, I was sat here playing with stuff and I had this little idea going, which was this. That closer, the song would work really well over it, but not how Yasmin sung it. So I turned her into a man. So come closer, I feel you slip away. I finished that and I was excited. Again, 10 times more excited than I was from the first three versions. And I sent it across and the guy who I work with a lot rang me up. And he was like, yes, this is it. The guy who told me to take it down told me yes to this. 